everyone, welcome to Girl Code. I'm coming at you solo today. Caitlin's currently in Bali being a Bali princess. I'm so jealous. I have been watching her stories religiously and she's been working by the pool and I'm just at home crying myself to sleep. Um, but she'll be back later in the week. Um, but we have a very exciting episode for you guys today. We recorded with a guest last week together and I think it was probably one of our favorite episodes, to be honest. It was such an interesting chat. The guest who you may have seen on TikTok, a lot of her TikToks have been going viral. Her name is Margarita and she talks a lot about feminine energy, soft life living and how to get what you want from a man. Now, her videos can be a little bit controversial. We just wanted to put a disclaimer out there. But as always, with any guest episode, we encourage you guys to just take whatever you want from the episode. And if something doesn't resonate with you, that's totally fine. We loved having her on and we hope that you guys enjoy the episode this week. So let's get into it. Okay, so just to start, give us a little bit of intro, who you are, how you got here. How I got here. How you got here. Started I drove the my tic- car. <laughs> <laughs> the TikTok journey, I think, and how you became interested in speaking about like feminine energy. Thanks for having me, by the way. Yeah. I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm very excited to speak to you both. How I started was um, I started in acting. I studied acting for four years in London, Shakespearean theatre. I know. Oh. And completely derailed, different thing. But I was always fascinated in character and just human interaction. I think a lot of times when you're interested in communication, you're going to be interested in either that or psychology or philosophy, something in the, you know, human experience. I um, did that. I did TV in London. And then I met my now husband who did a, a side sweep and we moved to Australia. And he reassured me that, look, you know, there's Nicole Kidman. There's all these Australian actors. It's all happening here. But when I ha- came here, I was like, no, it's not. No, it is I not. I have been pranked. <laughs> gotcha. I've been pranked. Yeah. And then I started to, I opened a blog. It was like 2015 when I got married and I moved here. And that was the blog kind of time. And it was just writing about stuff and fashion and just things that, I'm kind of interested in, but aren't the core of me. And in the background, I was, um, I did a life coaching diploma and I read a lot. Like I was obsessed with, it started with like an obsession with books, like get the guy or, you know, that like even Tony Robbins, where he's all like awaken the giant within, or, you know, it's like self-development and relationships, but I never put that out online. So I had my Instagram, my YouTube, I just did random vlogs, like fashion stuff. And it never grew because I wasn't consistent. TikTok comes out. I'm like, oh, is it musically? What is it? And I thought, you know what? I'm going to put on there all the stuff that I studied, that I talked about, all my like life philosophy, self development, feminine energy on there. People don't know who I am. From the first of August, twenty two to now, it's gone to seven hundred thousand. That is incredible. Some impressive growth. Was like, I'll just do this on the down low. Yeah. But it was at the core of who I am. I just Mm -hmm. never shared it. I never felt comfortable on Instagram sharing who I am because I was like, people want to see clothes and makeup. And I worked with brands like, I don't know, like La Mer or skincare. And it was just, I never kind of talked about who I am because I thought, who who cares? But it resonated so much. I didn't realize people were suffering out in these streets so much. (laughs) You're struggling. <laughs> People are on the struggle bus. So I was like, no one's going to want to know. Everyone's got this. We Everyone knows you. what it's about. No, they don't. So that's how it started. What made you so interested in femininity and feminine energy in itself? I think what made me interested is because I, I've i got a very analytical mind. Okay. I understand that in this lifetime I was born as a woman and I want to utilize it to its best. If I was a man, I probably wouldn't be interested, right? Of course. So I'm like, how do I operate this that I was given 
and to maximize my experience and my life. What do I want to do? I mean, every woman thinks about it. Do I want to have kids? Do I want to get married? Do I want to this? And growing up, there's this rhetoric that came out in 2000s and even now, girl boss, you got to win. You got to do the thing. You got to succeed. And I'm like, ah, oh, why isn't everyone happy then? Why have I been taught this? And I'm seeing this now for 10 years, 15 years, like growing up and no one is excelling. No one is winning. Everyone is stressed with some loser boyfriend who's lying on the couch doing nothing. And women are like, I want to motivate him. Why are we motivating them? What's happening? It's gone wrong. And I realized there is something missing about why are we not celebrating what it is to be a woman? Why are we not celebrating what femininity means? Why are we fitting into the masculine paradigm of what it means to work? The nine to five is based on what it is to be a man. They can work. They perform well under stress. We don't. We have a cycle. We have periods. We have all these things. We have children that we're biologically meant to have, right? If we didn't have contraception, we'd have children. How, how do we fit into this work world where we're winning with children? Something's off. And I thought, wait a minute, how do we succeed as a woman? What does that mean? How do I interact with the world around me? It's just a fascinating concept for me. And I realized what we're being told isn't necessarily what the truth to success is, if you know what I mean. I like, I listened to an interview you did recently and you did mention how, I think it was a study, there was something about how men under pressure, stress, mm-hmm. long-term thrive, women, yeah. we crumble. Yep. I relate to that. The study showed instantly in a stressful situation, men's bodies are primed to perform. And over time, over 10 years, a man who is under stress will grow muscle fibers, resistance, and a woman will decrease her performance over time like my hair's pulling out and <laughs> that's what i mean like i am relating to this yeah. i feel this so that's why soft life like relax men feign incompetence i think women should feign incompetence i don't know how to do a lot of stuff i don't want to do a lot of stuff i'm trying to have the best life i i can here and i am not going to kill myself trying to prove something i don't want to leave me with that honestly Recently, you got some press and it was because you are teaching women how to manipulate men. Can you explain what manipulating men in your definition is? I love those press articles. Everyone's like, are you okay? They lied about you. I'm like, let them lie. As long as as long as people get the message. I mean, manipulate to me. I think I titled the video that way or they just called me that. I don't mind which way it is. But what I meant is just having an art and the skill set of getting your way but making them happy too Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of collision between the sexes and it's like well tell him who you are be exactly as you are he's got to accept you for who you are and it's like well why don't we not do that and instead do this this and this and it will make him happy make him feel a certain way because the essence of why people find you attractive and why people are pulled towards you is how you make them feel Mm. not who you are and it's it's a conceited and almost like an individualistic and selfish approach to think that you're just going to be yourself, do nothing for somebody else's, you know, self, and they're just going to love you. Sure, that's a nice way to think about life, but that's not the reality. So if he feels a certain way around you, it's going to motivate him in order to do what you want him to do. And that's fantastic for everybody. I think everybody wins. It's a win-win. It's positive manipulation. You cannot tell me that no one in this room has been probably negatively manipulated absolutely. by men. Oh, absolutely. But we're helping them with yeah. positive manipulation. Everyone writes to me, men write, your poor husband being manipulated. Is he poor? Is he? <laughs> Look at him happily living his life, yeah. being happy. I don't put him out online because, you know, I don't want all that stress for him, but he's happy. 
thriving. Everyone's thriving. Everyone's like, happy. Everyone's manipulated and thriving. Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, he's not truly, but do you know, he never watches my content. Really? Everyone's like, what if your husband, he just doesn't care. He's like, oh, it's, I'm sure like, it's nice. You do what you want to do. I'm sure it's nice. Yeah. Like, Who are you talking to? Yeah. I'm like, don't worry about it. Don't just, worry, sweetie. <laughs> I always wonder why he doesn't watch it. I don't know. It's just not his thing. He's like, would you talk about like gadgets or bikes or anything? I'm like. You have no idea. No, I don't. No, I don't. It's not for you. Speaking of men, what would be your top three tips to attract the man that you want, the man of your dreams? What kind of man do you want to attract? A man who you're going to have to look after for the rest of your life? In that case, go in with girl boss. I guess what you're saying is someone who, yeah, you're going to have to mother. So we want a man who holds their own, can provide for us confident. if they need to, confident, not going to cheat on you. The biggest thing hot. what you just said, <laughs> hot, yeah. the biggest thing you just said is needs to provide for you if they need to. Mm-hmm. As somebody who's been female for 30 plus years, had a child, I understand that there's going to be times where I need to know that you can hold it down. Not at a level of billionaire, millionaire, not at, a, at any level of, mad expectation but at a level of if i tap out i need to know that you've Mm. got this for a year Mm -hmm. that's the basis so i'm not even willing to debate or argue about the fact we can be 50 50 but my salary is not going to be in the survival category it's going to be in addition to plus investments but it's not going to be that so if you want that kind of man it's not going to be the man who is looking to you for your success or your finances they're going to be a man who's looking to you to inspire him, to give your life meaning because you're beautiful to him and whatever internally, externally, doesn't matter. But if you want to attract that type of man, you don't lead with the girl boss because if you promise him a girl boss and then you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I have a child and, you know, I am had a C-section, I can't work. Well, you falsely advertised. Wow. And trust me, in this scenario where you've got a newborn, had a C-section, your business is like you're trying to manage your business – and he's here and he can't hold it down, you're going to lose attraction to him. So true. Resentment. Yeah, you're going to resent I feel like him. He would definitely get resentment. The biggest one mm. I get from women is either I'm single and I can't find someone. Problem. I understand. Mm. Online dating, very difficult. And the other one is he's lost attraction to me or I've lost attraction to him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but who is he? Like, what is the paradigm of your relationship? Oh, well, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't help me. I work seven jobs. <laughs> yeah. Why are you working seven jobs? Why, why have you put yourself in that situation? If it was a friend, it would be very clear to you and I who's wrong here. If you said every time I go out with my girlfriend um, to hang out, I'm always the one paying, I'm always the one this, you'd be like, well, she doesn't like you. She's not your friend, you know? That is such a great way to put it into perspective. But with a guy, we just kind of juggle it to mean that it's okay. It's not okay. What do you want a relationship for? Potentially marriage and children. If you don't want that, the complete paradigm shifts. It doesn't matter, right? But if you want it for marriage and children, then what are your roles appearing as? If he cannot provide for you on a date and pay for you for one meal, mm. how is he going to look after you and your kids? So true. Like, it's like failing a job interview at day one. Yeah. Mm. And it's not because you're mercantile and you're trying to like steal his money. No, it's just he's not the one for that role. Yeah. Maybe he could be a boyfriend for three years. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Mm-hmm. But you're not a husband, so. Downgraded. Should we explain the difference between feminine and masculine mm. energy? Yeah. Just for anyone who might be like, mm-hmm. what is it doing? Feminine energy and masculine energy, it comes from, I don't make it up, it mm-hmm. comes from Chinese philosophy, it comes from a lot of philosophy about energetic polarities, it's like a magnet, right? Feminine energy goes with the flow. Feminine energy can also be dark, so it's emotional. Masculine energy is stable. Masculine energy goes for what it wants. Feminine energy has boundaries and says no to things that it doesn't want. So it's feminine energy isn't like, oh, just do anything you want with me, I'm just here, like... No, it says, no, I don't want that. Okay, I'll accept that. It's the it's the judge. 
of the two polarities. And the masculine energy is the one who goes for things, is the the yin to, to the sorry the yang to the yin. So it's the same system. And in every person, you've got both energies too. Naturally, I'm very masculine energy. I speak very directly. I go for a lot of things that I want. When I was younger and I used to date men, I used to be like, what is this? What are you doing? That's not how you attract men. Part of the reason I'm fascinated with it is because I am quite masculine in my energy, not in how I look or who I am, but I grew up without a dad. And I think if you're a girl who grows up without a father around, you take on a lot of masculine energy because you're like, naturally you try and balance. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was always a fascination because when I deployed feminine energy, men started doing and behaving towards me how I wanted them to. They were kinder to me. They wanted to be around me more. They stopped ghosting me. Not that they were all ghosting me in hordes, but do you know what I mean? I never mm. had to like put make effort, push or try. And career-wise, I became successful when I operated from my feminine energy. Wow. <laughs> Taking notes. Revenue-wise, sure. I more than quadrupled my income. Because sometimes in a woman, it doesn't work for everybody, but that masculine forceful, like, where is it going? Where are we doing? Hi, can you just... Mm, mm, it, it, doesn't always work sometimes you need to go with the flow and feminine energy and work means you work and you put out your best stuff and you make the best choices to your instinct you all know when you're doing the wrong thing Mm. you're like oh this feels wrong yeah operating from your feminine energies being like that feels wrong not doing it anymore i'm moving i'm shifting yeah and ever since i started doing that career-wise i spent my early 20s acting going to a lot of auditions trying to be forceful, not hearing when I wasn't appropriate for a role, not not understanding things, but just pushing from that masculine energy. That works really well for men. Mm-hmm. It didn't work for me. I feel like I've been doing the masculine thing my whole <laughs> life. I'm like, I need to do this. And I think it goes back to like the whole girl boss thing mm-hmm. that we've been brought up with. Definitely. Go get it, work, do all this, don't sleep. <laughs> yeah, when is the quiet time to go? Actually, let me just introvertly look. What is flowing? What are people receiving? What mm. are people um, wanting? What is my role in this life? How can I amplify? How can I beautify this? Because that's the that's the feminine mm-hmm. to make things more beautiful and profound and meaningful. Yeah. And where am I doing that? And then it will just grow. Yeah. What do you think? Let's say three things are that men need in a relationship. Um, in a long term relationship, we always give people what we think we would need. I would buy your coffee because I'm like, I'm getting coffee. Of course she wants a coffee. Mm -hmm. But masculine and feminine operate differently. I feel good and I can thrive when I've got stability and and stable ground around me. I'm like, okay, he's got me. I've got this. And now I can flourish. Mm -hmm. Men need you to accept them exactly as who they are. If you found him and you're going to change him, it's done. You're going to kill every single good thing about him. If you... Say he's 50% good and you you try to change the bad 50%, you're going to kill the good 50%. It completely loses his drive to perform, his drive to be better. He sees himself negatively in your eyes. It's dead. If you find someone who's 80% good, leave the 20%. Leave them to be who they are and accept them because the biggest fear for men in a relationship, people say, oh, men are scared of commitment. No, they're not. They're scared of a lack of freedom. They're scared of their loss of identity. Women are often scared to be abandoned to be like overlooked, to be ghosted. And men are scared to be like engulfed, like mm. controlled. Where are you? Yeah. Where are you going? What are you doing? If you can give them that freedom and work on yourself, it's hard. Sitting there with the phone being like, oh, text him. Like, oh. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> it's hard. But if you can give him that, he's going to lean into you more 
and all the things that you find negative about him are going to fall away. Mm. And another thing is they need your affirmation and your almost, I know this is a manipulative, but you to be in awe of what he does. Right. If the masculine sees the feminine, seeing how amazing he is, that is going to multiply everything he does. Maybe like a hypothetical. Mm -hmm. Let's just say your boyfriend never does the dishes. Mm -hmm. How would we approach that from a feminine standpoint rather than being like, oh my God, I hate you. Never do the fucking dishes. Like you're so lazy. He never does the dishes and your setup is where you live together. Mm -hmm. You look at him subjectively and you think, what does he do? Is, has he done all the cooking? Has he done everything else? Because let me tell you, my husband never does the laundry and he never, never does a lot of things, but he does a lot of other things. So I can mention it to him, can you do this? If there is some kind of like block where it doesn't happen, I will create equilibrium in another sense. Okay. I will hire a cleaner. I don't know. <laughs> I will. I will. I love that. <laughs> I will do something in order to make it make sense because I, to be honest, and women are very, very good at hiding this but we don't do a lot of stuff we don't want to do but men don't stand over us going um babe why didn't you this they kind of are more accepting of that's actually so true they Mm, are that is really true i put piles of stuff all over my house i read that that's some adhd symptom i don't know but i will like put piles of like books i will like make things i will take my clothes off like my husband's never said anything Mm -hmm. if i look at myself objectively of what i do and like i will like take my clothes off i'll throw them down whatever he like never ever says anything And I hardly hear men do that. So Mm -hmm. it's about acceptance. It's about creating other strategies around that. And if it's something that really is bothering you, it's about saying it once. Hey, this is really, you know, I'm struggling. It's about not, you didn't do this. You're stupid. You're an asshole. It's about, I'm really tired. Could you please, you know, it's, uh, there's an element of vulnerability that you need if you're going to be in your feminine in order to appeal to somebody. Women are a bit scary. Not as a general, but... Like, I get it, you know. As we should be. As we should be. We're leading more with how we feel rather than mm. criticism. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Do you know the secret to success with men is if you don't outlogic them? We think that if you use logic in order to win an argument with a man, because I can outlogic most people. That's the way my brain works, right? But if you go with feeling, they can't win. So, for example, if you're like, I don't know, what is it? Um, we shouldn't go somewhere tonight, somewhere that you really don't want to go. Because someone's going to be there. Jessica's going to be there. You know? oh, Jessica. Mm. Love Jessica. Mm. Jessica. If you're like, babe, I know how she looks at you. This is what she does. This is how female friendships work. I know what she's like. You're using logic. He's going to be like, why is she trying to control me? Go with, I just don't feel too. I feel, I feel so wrong being there. I can't tell you right now, but it's just how I feel. And it will make me so upset to be there. I can't even explain it. Because he can't, he's got nowhere to go. He's like, this so is how true. she feels. Mm. And men respect women's feelings more than they... Because if you fight with logic, he will outlogic you and we will just go on and on and on. Sometimes go with your feelings. I don't feel to. Mm. I don't want to. This makes me sad. Yeah. It's okay for things to make you sad. Like, if he's following other women, don't be like, that's disrespectful in relationships. That's not all. No, it upsets me. <laughs> and also, that is like 90% of our questions. We have yeah. an open submission yeah. box. Yeah. How do I stop my boyfriend from liking watching OnlyFans, from liking girls' photos, Instagram, following girls on yeah. nights out, all like of this. that? Baby, I noticed you follow these women, and that's fine. You're probably not doing it to hurt me because I know you wouldn't want to hurt me, but it makes me so sad because it's not how I saw my life, and it makes me really upset. So if you could stop, that would mean the world to me. And if you don't want to stop, I'll accept that, but I'm not sure that I want to be 
and something like that. That was, how would you argue so with that? Well done. And I then just look openly with your face, not making any, just openly vulnerable. Mm. And if he doesn't stop, understand that he does not value you enough. Yeah. That's that. Mic drop. I'm going to clip that. And every time we get it, I'm just going to play that little recording mm-hmm. of you. It's scary to understand I, someone doesn't value you. I also think the big thing that I'm taking from this is being vulnerable. Mm. I feel like that's feminine energy scary is scary sometimes to be. It's terrifying. Yeah. How much I would just want to be like, I can do this all by myself. Yeah. I can make money. You can fuck up. Like even yeah. I'm married. I still want to be like that. But sometimes I'm like, do you know, what? I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to say, I can't do this. I need you. Mm. It hurts me when you do that. It opens up the door for them to actually hurt you, but let them hurt you faster yeah. so you can move on than mm. 15 years of why are you following her? I like that as well because I feel like we're also told not to be vulnerable and not to scare men with our emotions. You know, they're like, no, 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 just act like it's fine. You Mm -hmm. know, we're told just to be so like blunt and like kind of like harsh. Just yeah, and like a bit like uh, like playing games, but in it sounds like more logical. Do you know what I mean? And not just say how we feel. And you're saying we when the article came out about manipulation, it was hilarious because if anything, I come from authenticity what's natural to women think about how we talk to each other if you're sad you're not going to hide from her that you're sad we are okay with being vulnerable and then we can move on now i'm happy now i'm sad this is how i feel it's the flow of feminine energy i'm not going to hide it for you just because you're a man and you don't understand that that's how i feel and that's that and you know what men like feminine women more than they like masculine women because we like something that we don't have otherwise what does he need a woman for Mm. he's trying to balance masculine feminine when you can balance it that's when it's the best Okay, so you speak a lot about high-value women. Mm-hmm. What would be your definition of a high-value woman and what would her qualities look like? I think I took the um, wording high-value women because that was something online that was popular at the time. Mm-hmm. I, don't def- I don't make up that definition. I make up that wording. But if you want to be high-value and that is what people are talking about, I'll tell you how to be it. I'll tell you how to be successful in a relationship. I'll tell you how to be what, whatever it is you want to talk about. I'll tell you. But high value means what? Valuable to whom? Mm-hmm. Valuable to how do you attract the dream man or valuable to yourself? I think value intrinsically is in knowing your own self-worth. And the faster you can understand what it is, it's it's not, you know, those interviews when they go, hi, so um, what would you give yourself out of 10? And the girls mm-hmm. are like, 11. What do you mean 11? That's, that's. That's strange because you've got no basis in the world reality because you know what? We all operate in this kind of um, societal way. So right now, all women are saying that they're an 11 just because we've been taught to be girl bosses and we're confident. And if you don't say I'm an 11, then you're not shit. Back in the day, Edwardian times, humbleness was this thing. So if you'd ask a girl, oh, what are you? She'd be like, oh, I'm a three. I'm, I'm very ugly, mm-hmm. you know? So we just all go around in a whole like acting how we see society to be accepting of us so what value is isn't what you say it's what you genuinely feel are you let's say looks wise are you a five and you're comfortable with that are you a funny person are you like um comfortable in your own body are you comfortable with your own emotions are you comfortable with who you are and how you appear in life that's all it is it's it's not somebody who's trying to prove something is what i'd say Mm -hmm. and that is i think at the core of it all when i make these videos it's more so please stop taking shit from men is the core of high value Mm -hmm. okay so you've said before the difference between being hot Mm -hmm. and cute Mm -hmm. can we elaborate that video i was shocked i probably have it saved somewhere (laughs) in my tiktok i was like yes 
Hi. That's from my um, acting background because we went so far. Because when you're on stage, you have to denote your um, status and who you are and how you act by your body language and things like that. So I never even thought about putting it on my TikTok. But then I was like, a lot of women are very confused about how to present themselves in the world. Um, they don't know about their features. They don't. They they look like J Lo, but they're trying to act like a Victoria's Secret supermodel. Like, mm-hmm. no, you're not accentuating the right features. You're trying to be someone you're not. We're trying to be whatever is trendy and not what actually suits us. And the point is, like, are you hot or are you cute? If you want to be hot, you have to talk slower. You have to make eye contact. I've seen that. <laughs> you have to be like Angelina Jolie. Have you seen her? Remember that interview where a guy Stunning. sits opposite her and she just sits and she's like. And the guy's like, oh, I'm so nervous because she's just hot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you're naturally cute and your gestures are fast and you're like, you know, you're really cute, then lean into that because you're going to be a cute girl. But try and, don't try and be the opposite of what you are because it's just not going to work. Can you? Mm-hmm. I know you just said you can't. But as someone who maybe identifies more as cute, um, hectic gestures, mm-hmm. talks very fast, could you bloom into being hot? If you is there to. a pathway if I wanted to? You're hot. You. Thank you. You you act cute because I think it's what is kind of fun and funny and acceptable. But the way you look at me, you're, you're hot. <laughs> look at that face. You're <laughs> hot. You're definitely hot. That's oh, you. Thank you. You're, you're quite. Yeah, I feel like I'm cute. I feel like I'm like. I feel like you look cute. No, I do you like look the... cute, but you act hot. You move slowly. You've oh. got like a strong presence. Stop it. You you're make eye contact. We need to tap into our hotness more. Well. Speak slower. Mean what you say. Don't apologize for things. That's a big one. Stop apologizing. Mm. Like, as women, we do that all the time. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, even everything's sorry. Yeah. What are you sorry for? Because then your real sorry means nothing. Are we even sorry? I feel like no, I say sorry about a million times a day, even on email and text. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm actually not sorry. I actually don't give a fuck. I'm Literally. sorry if I really hurt you, Literally. but I haven't hurt one person today. Mm. So why am I apologizing? Why are we always sorry? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just a speech. It's eye contact. It's movement. And it's the way you dress as well. Okay. Noted. But some guys like cute, so. That's true. Depends on the man. Yeah. Have you heard about that stupid triangle that men made up? Hot, cute, and um, sexy. Shut beautiful, up. beautiful, it. hot, and cute. Yeah, so triangle like this, right? And at every point is cute, beautiful, and sexy. And you, every woman can only be two, two. Oh, and, and they go around and they talk about. I don't believe this or think it's true. Mm. Actually, it might be true, but you know what I mean. It makes mm. sense. Beautiful and hot. Mm-hmm. You've seen those girls, right? Yeah, cute and hot. You can be like cute and hot. You know, she's in. You know what I mean? No, mm. I get it. But and then you can be. The you can. Yeah, you can't have the trifecta. I see. Who, who's coming up with this? That is so something. I came up to my husband. I was like, which two am I? He's like, you're all three. Please. <laughs> no. you're all like, three. you can't be all three. Tell me the truth. Yeah. As soon as my boyfriend opens the door, I'm going to have like a triangle diagram. Yeah. I'm like, which, which one? one? <laughs> which one? Tell me. Tell me. But also like, I don't really care because I'm hot. So. Because whatever. Yeah. Oh my God. That's another one. Never ask your boyfriend what he thinks of your outfit. What he thinks of how you look. To rate right. you. Because you should just know that you are. I do that. I know you do that. You can sense it. I used to do that. Okay. Now I'm like, babe, do you? Nothing. <laughs> do you like? It just my- kills it. It just kills. I mean, look, if you bought this, like, I don't know, hat or ring or something crazy, and you're like, what do you think of a this? Birkin. You're asking a Birkin that he paid Birkin. for. That no, is actually, don't even ask that. Don't even. Ask. Just bring it home. Do yeah. Like- you know, if it's something like I don't know, a suitcase or whatever, it's fine. Ask him, but don't be like, do you think I look good today? Mm. Why are you asking that? What's he gonna say? The mm-hmm. truth. If my boyfriend came up to me. And acted how I acted sometimes when I'm feeling a little bit insecure. 
I would get the biggest ick. Did you look at the head. other guy, baby? Oh. Am I the bestest? I'd be like, You'd be like, <laughs> Instant ick. We don't see ourselves from the lens of like men because, yeah. you know what I mean? They don't mm. nag at us about the dishes. Well, yeah. Some do, like rarely. They don't ask us like for affirmation all the time. If you do want affirmation and you're always thinking, why is he not giving me compliments? Why is he not that? That's a whole separate issue mm. that you need to be like, mm, is there something in my relationship? But a lot of times it's women and their attachment style yeah. and the fact that they need more affirmation that is reasonable for a person to give them. Okay. Yeah. It's like w- you need a base level of confidence. And then from there, you can have compliments from your partner. Mm. Some men don't ever compliment, but then you just do that five love language test and be like, oh, look, words of affirmation is my love language. Have yeah. you seen that one? Mm-hmm. We, yeah. love, we a love, lo- love a love we language. Love a yeah. love language. What's yours? <laughs> I don't want to share mine. <laughs> Mine's gifts. <laughs> yeah. I, that's a good one to have. Mine, what was the second one? I think gifts and maybe affirmation, words of affirmation, mm. I think. Yeah. Mine was like acts of service and words of affirmation. Acts of service, no way. I love having shit done for me. Like I'm, Maybe. which is exactly. <laughs> That's my least one. Really? That's why my husband does stuff for me. I'm like, you don't do anything for me. He's like. I've done all of them. Everything. <laughs> What's yours? Your uh, words of affirmation and then gifts. Because my mom used to buy me gifts as a sign of love. My mom was a single mom and she worked a lot. Mm-hmm. So she'd buy me stuff in order to like love me. So yeah. now my brain's understood that as love. And I'm yeah. like. Yeah, where, where are the gifts? <laughs> where is the Birkin? <laughs> and the thing about my husband is he will buy stuff, but he is um, he needs to like take you there with him. He needs to look at this thing 500 times. Like the right. guy can't surprise you like to save his life, you know? Right. So, but we, we work on it. And, you yeah. know, I buy stuff with his card as well. <laughs> the solution is to take the card. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah. tap it. You just take he the card. needs to know. All good. <laughs> Problem solved. Exactly. If you're someone who's already married, Mm. already in a relationship and you have been girl bossing way too close to the sun you are in your masculine and you've kind of got routine I guess living together etc and you're feeling burnt out stressed over it how would you suggest once you've already set these foundations for years that you can move more into being in your feminine look if you're comfortable with it then maybe you're a masculine energy woman and he's a feminine energy man and Bob's your uncle that's 15% 15% of people. Okay. That's what a study said. I don't know it, but that's what a study said, that 15% of men are feminine and same with women are masculine. So if they get together, good. Off you go. That's a very small percentage that has very to line small up. Percentage. Oh, very small. That's a very small percentage and that's natural to them. But n- normally we are more natural to what is to our biology. So if you're feeling burnt out, understand that it's not him who's done this. You've done this 50% as well. You've presented yourself, you've advertised yourself as a girl boss. You've come into this like this. So it's both of you who've done this. He's not doing much. You're doing a lot. And that's what's working. But he's probably not feeling too good about himself either. Because no man wants to, and 85% of men mm. don't want to feel like they are not contributing to the relationship and they are not seen and they are not the one who's like moving the needle. So what you're going to do is you're going to listen to my podcast and I'm joking. You're gonna, <laughs> no, please. You're plug gonna, it, plug it. What you're going to do is honestly go into your feminine energy. How you do that, if you're listening to this, you're like, how do I do that? Read some books, Google it, read as much as you can about it and decide to be it from tomorrow. You guys will argue. He will not like it. It's different. It's a change. But you need to persevere in creating equilibrium for yourself. One of two things will happen. He will pick up the slack and he will start moving into his masculine, and maybe very fast, maybe he's been dying to. Mm. You know what I mean? When you stop making plans, when you stop doing all this, when you 
start appreciating him. Wow, you did that so well. That's incredible. And give him freedom and do all those things. He might just flourish. Wow, amazing. Or he won't like it. And you'll figure out that you have a feminine energy man. Right. And then what do you do? I mean, if you have children and everything's a foundation and it's built, maybe you need to go back to your masculine and call it a day. Mm. But mostly, if you're not satisfied, it might be a breakup. That's oh, the reality. Yeah. But you can't go on being something that you're not. And just because you got scared into being a girl boss doesn't mean you need to carry on for the rest of your life. It's never too late to stop girl bossing. It's mm. never too late. <laughs> Babe, you're going you're gonna to get more by not doing it. You think, I work harder not girl bossing than I did when I was girl bossing. I just don't work like frantically and weirdly and bizarrely trying to be a man. It reminds me a lot when they say when you're working in an abundant mindset. That's it. Right? Rather than a scarce mindset. And I feel like if you're trying to girl boss and push and push and push, like you've been saying, that is giving scarcity, right? And then if you're in your feminine and you knock it back a little bit, but you know it's going to come to you because now you're working and in alignment, does. that's abundant, right? People write to me, oh, but if you rely on a man... And then he leaves you. What are you going to do for work? I'm like, what? Why did you presume that I don't make money? Yeah. So true. Like Where did you still, presume all this? Yeah. Do you know what? Anything could happen. The French could invade tomorrow. Why aren't you learning French? Mm. You could lose your foot. Why aren't you? Why aren't you driving with your left foot? Practice. Because you could you lose your foot? Mm. Why are we all preparing for these things? He could leave you. Okay. When he leaves you, we will pivot. Yeah. Yeah, But I would have lived 10 years with someone supporting me and flourishing in my own self and living how I want, and then I'll find another one. It's fine. But you have to have that abundance mindset. How can you live in, in fear? Mm. Oh, if he leaves me, I need to make my own thing. And what if everyone leaves me? What if the house falls down? Let's like build foundations on the house. Like, what, what is happening? Why are we so scared? Life is scary. You're going to get your heart broken. I just did a YouTube video. Probably, I don't know if it's even going to go well because it was about heartbreak. But at the end of the day, we will get our heart broken. Our relatives are going to die. To be dark, right? Mm. Things are going to move. Eventually, we're going to get old. It's going to be hard. But why are we preparing for that in this kind of like frantic, nihilistic way? Like yeah. when it goes wrong, it will go wrong and I'll be fine. Mm -hmm. My grandma was a single mom. My mom was one. Everyone is fine. Yeah. You know, but I'd rather live in a community with someone who's going to do all these things for me that are masculine and I'll do the feminine things and it just works really well. Yeah. You're right. People like your mind goes straight to, but what if he leaves you? You yeah. know, or like, and why are they assuming you're not working? But you're right. We don't sit here every day and think about our parents dying and be like, fuck, what are we going to, how are we going to stop? How is the funeral going to be? Yeah. You just live and oh, enjoy they're gonna die. The Why don't we move into their house so we get to spend more time with them quick? Yeah. Like, yeah. How can you live like that? Yeah. There's actually no equilibrium. Mm. If you're going to have children, you're going to be a woman in this world mm. for you to also work at the same capacity as him. Yeah. Because then it's like this. Yeah, no way. And then you're I'm resentful yeah. and then you hate him and then you don't sleep with him. Mm. And then he's like, my wife doesn't sleep with me. When I was pregnant with my son, I had hyperemesis, which is like a sickness where you throw up 30 times a day. <gasps> 30 wow. times a day. I was on an for IV drip for nine months. I was on an IV drip. You don't live, you die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. I'm deceased. <laughs> if you tell me 50-50 with a man one more time after living like that, I'm like, like what no are you going to do? What are you going to do to e equalize that? And that's just me, right? Yeah. But that's that's 5% um, of pregnancies, right? Oh but God. people get preeclampsia. Mm -hmm. You, you get all kinds of madness for being the, the sex that bears the weight of reproduction. That is what the reality is. I don't care how equal we get, he's not going to have the second child. Mm. So, it is what it is. Mm. Bang and pay. I honestly feel like they'd like, respect it more. They would. They, they would. And so you know why? Because you're going to be this happy, playful, energetic, and excited 
being that that's what they want to be around mm. if i was a man i'd rather pay and you be like the shining beacon of things that i love in the world and you'd be like girl bossing it in front of me like i'm just gonna pay i'm just a bit stressed about work like why do you want that's that energy so true. do you think he can't pay men can make billions over here that's a that's a that's a lack of abundance mindset when my husband's like oh we need somebody to save that i go yeah good get another job <laughs> do sort something Elon Musk out. is out yeah. here making money like yeah. you're white you're male you're six foot two I mean what's your what's your limitation mm. my guy that's what I say whenever he says he wants some car or gadget or whatever I'm like well world's your oyster get working buddy do your thing do your thing like strippers oh, at Bucks parties we get this oh which let's ask so that. often girls freaking out their boyfriends are going on a box or even just pop into the strippers on the weekends. Mm. Um, how do they approach this? Because if it's a box, they're at home stressed and the guy's there, he can't really leave. Mm-hmm. What would you do in this situation? You guys advise them. To. We kind of had two different answers. I think if it's a box party, we said that you kind of, uh, he shouldn't be like booking private dances or anything like that, but we say that. We would let them, not let them, it's probably a bad word, but he can go. I um, believe one of the biggest things is giving him freedom, right? Remember yeah. I told you that? Yeah. But the, the second thing is I believe in respecting your own feelings. Yeah. Me? I don't come from a culture, like in America, everyone goes to strippers a lot, right? If mm-hmm. I came from that culture and I didn't see anything wrong with it, give him freedom, right? But me, I don't come from that. Uh, I met somebody let's say my husband now, or even the guy I was with before that, who doesn't go to strip clubs a lot. So if he suddenly goes to a strip club at a box party or something, it's out of character. So if he was going to go, all I would say is, again, that would make me pretty sad if you go, but you do you. Mm-hmm. You have to give them freedom. They're not yours, to, 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 but you can communicate how you feel. And then I would decide if I even want to be with that person. Yeah. Okay. If you're somebody who's often at strip clubs and that's not my reality then maybe we're not combining together. Mm. Uh, if you're somebody who likes that kind of thing and you guys even go together on the weekends, you know, a lot of people are yeah. like that. They like that kind of thing. Good. A lot of people like to like swing. A lot of people like to do whatever. You have to pick a partner who shares your reality. Mm. If, if they don't share your reality, then you're always going to be stressed that it needs a box or a strip club. How are you going to control the situation? Yeah. You can't control the situation. You've got to accept it. I like that. Like you can't control them and say... Like do the, they give are who them they the freedom are. and then decide do you want to you be want to the, the block of someone's natural life yeah. like if they're going to go to strip clubs either you accept it or you don't be with them yeah so true or you, you can say it's not for me I really don't like it I wouldn't do that to you but if you got to go go but it'll make me pretty upset and the guy might be like do you know what I'm not going to go mm. and then great sometimes things are just quite black and white they like are. you said it's like I feel like we spend a lot of time being like you know what if they do this? I'm going to do this. And I, I got married. It's just like, boom. My husband's friends were like, shall we go to a strip club, get strippers? And he was like, they won't go get strippers. Go to yeah. a strip club was like telling me for. I said to him, you know what? I find it a bit weird that you had your whole life to be single. He's eight, nine years older than me. Mm-hmm. Go to every strippers you can. And now you're getting married to me and the way you celebrate is by looking at naked women. Pretty upsetting, but you do, you do what you want to do. If I was him, I would then be embarrassed. I'd be like, I'm not going. He didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> tighter the leash the harder they pull yeah it's like babe you had how long he got married at 36 like you could have had a stripper every year of your life from the age of 18 like <laughs> yeah. why is the celebration of marriage to me seeing naked women yeah like stop it mm-hmm. 
that's that's yeah. all kinds of unethical. <laughs> but you know what? I think that's what you'd say to a friend, though. Yeah. If for true. some reason you didn't want her to do something, mm. like let's say she wants to work with someone outside of you, mm. you'd be like, well, that's a bit upsetting, but... You do what you want to do. Right, you wouldn't yeah. try and control the situation or be sneaky or like, no. you know, be like looking on Instagram doing like... No, you'd, trying to control you'd accept it. her for who yeah. she is, but you'd then like, you'd consider okay. the friendship. You'd be yeah. like... We need to start looking at our partners like a friend. Yeah. yeah. It's such that a good takeaway. So like a masculine friend who needs to pay for your lunches. Okay, let's say... I'm a single gal. Mm. I am dating to find a husband. I've mm. already done my hookup phase. I'm pro hookup, OG. But right now I'm sick of just having sex with men and it going nowhere. I really want to find the one. How long should I wait until I have sex with them? I was about to say, don't sleep with them straight away. Yeah. You should sleep with him at the moment where you're happy for the relationship to go on as is. Is having sex with a man, is this your seal of approval? It's like a stamp of you've done enough. To be with me. So if you've met him once at a party, you go in the cupboard there and you do it, that means that's enough. Just to see him is enough. So he's going to presume you you just see me and we can do it. If you've met him and he's introduced you to his mom and you guys have dated, I don't know how long that will take, but, you know, and he, you've met all his friends, you've hung out, you've seen his pet dog, and you're like, I'll sleep with you now. That's how long it will take. If, however, he's had to wine and dine you, buy you presents, take you to Florence, I don't know, and then you slept with him, you'll be like, oh, this, is, this woman's a lot of effort to, you know. And then he will upkeep. The level that he is at. If you're going to sleep with a man when you've met him for one date and then you're surprised that he doesn't do more, but you've already said it's fine. You've signed the contract of like, you've done enough. And I know that, I know it's really strange and counterintuitive for us to understand that, but the reality is female is the sex who says you're enough. Look at animals, look at anything. We're the ones who could get pregnant. It's very dangerous for us to have sex. Our bodies doesn't know we're on the pill, right? So if you have sex today, you could get pregnant. That's 15 years of your life looking after a child. Okay? For him, it's nothing. He could do it and go away. So you're the one who sets the bar of what he's got to do to give you that risk. And your body doesn't know that you're on the pill, like I said. So put the put the bar up there if you want a serious Raise partner. You're so right because back in the day, mm-hmm. there was no contraception. So who you chose to have sex with, you're quite literally could get... They could be the father of your child. And if there's some guy at a, at a place where you don't know who they are, they could be gone the next day. They could have some gonorrhea, syphilis, whatever, typhoid back in the day. They could, And you and you could die in childbirth. Mm-hmm. 35% of women used to die in childbirth. So the risk for your body, your body doesn't know where in the modern age, is high. Yet you've slept with him and then you wonder why you feel a bit off. Oh, I feel a bit off. Oh, I slept with him. Why? Because it's not natural what you just did to you. Wow. I just think raising the bar. I think hookup culture all day if you want to, but I am yet to find a woman. I think I met two who really thrive in it and love it. People that write in are always saying like basically what you just described, like they're in the hookup culture, but they're not happy. Or like That's they're it. enjoying they're all it, not happy. but yeah. like then when they do find someone that they do like and they're in that habit of, you know, the hookup culture, then they get upset, really hurt because it hasn't worked out. And yeah. I think they're that's in the what hookup I, culture I've because seen. they want to participate yeah. in the game of trying to find someone. It's not, a, I hate to say this, but it's not at a merit to you to sleep with just anybody for your own psychology. I don't care. I don't care how people see you. I don't care how people see me. Honestly, I think I've got the chip missing of like peer pressure. Mm-hmm. I never felt it. Don't care what other people do, but I don't care how people see me. If I'm seen as the biggest, like, what is it, slut or whatever in the world? Pfft, fuck it. But for me, it's like, 
that's not going to make me feel very good about myself because biologically my body knows why is who's this man mm-hmm. and that's why we get attached as well to some random because the body's like oh gosh mm. who's gonna raise little timmy <laughs> little timmy <laughs> little timmy, timmy. it's fatherless shit I saw you say once, I think it was, you don't believe in situationships or there is no such thing as a situationship. Or Maybe I did. Oh, I say a lot of fun things. I, I don't even understand the, the, the concept of it. It's just tricked you into a, like a low bar. Right. You're just in the hookup You're in cycle. the relationship status, but without like the relationship and things that come with it. Mm. Why, is, why is he getting away with it? I can't yeah. walk into Porsche tomorrow and be like, I'm going to test drive this, but I'm going to pay. I'll test drive it for yeah. six months. They'll be like, fuck off. Yeah. Pay or don't pay. Like... That's do you, do you understand that you can women are not things, but you can equate luxury market to value, right? You can't just work walk in and get a Birkin. Mm. You can't just walk in and get a Porsche. Mm. You've got to invest in that. Think about it. Think about can I afford that? Think about how much money is going to cost. Da da da. Then you're going to get a quality person who's approaching you to get those things. If you're just giving it away, oh, do you want to pay for the car now? Now you've had it for six months. Mm. Do 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 you, you, what? Yeah, as if you would. Yeah, why would you? And is that like, let's say, going from girlfriend status to being a wife? How do we differentiate between acting like a girlfriend and then making them want to make us their wife? This this set men off. They got very upset. Men <laughs> men, men were very upset. Okay, <laughs> I said, I'm not going to do wife things if I'm not your wife. I'll do girlfriend things. I'll be your friend who's a girl. Great. And they were like, how will you know if she's your wife? How will you know if she's going to be a good wife? I don't know, take a gamble. That's how you know. Because when I met my husband, we were dating in London. He moved here for work. I visited him twice. That's a long flight, 24 hours, mm. twice um, from Europe. And at the end, I said to him, by the way, this isn't the be all and end all, but this is an example. Mm-hmm. I said, I would love to keep coming, but I can't keep taking time off work. You're amazing. Um, but if we don't move our relationship into something else it's just not worth it for me I, I didn't say these words but I'm going to translate to you I'm not going to do wife stuff and that means change my life mm. leave my family for boyfriend yeah so I said take your time decide what you want to do bye and then we had a holiday booked I think to Santorini or something and he proposed because is- I'm not about to do that I'm not about to follow you around the world change my life yeah put myself at any kind of risk for it to be a girlfriend yeah. And it's not because I was desperate to get married, to be honest. I wasn't even thinking he'd propose. I was thinking he'd say something like, you know, the long-term plan is yeah. that we would live here, but then we'd get engaged because I was 24. Right. So I wasn't even kind of, my mindset wasn't there. But when he did propose, I was like, okay. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I love that. Just like either this progress or like, bye. And we don't need to be out here trying to prove our worth, prove anything to men. We just are. And it's not a scary thing. I said, you know, yeah. decide, no hard feelings. Mm. hard feelings like if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out yeah it's not like you better marry me or no it's fine yeah so true because you can just keep being a wife on a girlfriend not salary but you know salary exactly Mm. for what you need to change your life for somebody who's going to be like it's like a business unless we sign the business a marriage is a business Mm. you need to be really practical about it it's not this romantic thing it means you're liable for their um if they don't pay their taxes you're liable for everything they do. Mm. So let's be realistic about it. If we're going to build this enterprise together, you know, yeah. let's be yeah. serious. Like, yeah. I want to know you're a serious person. I don't want to marry some, like, random who I can't trust and mm. rely on. Mm. So, you know, if you're not about that life, many women out here who, you know, you can find. No, I love how okay. much you know your worth. That is just so impressive. Like If I don't know it, who will? Mm. 
I think I just want to say to women that all jokes aside, like you're enough without career, without like stupendous, like good looks. Like there is something so enigmatic about women when they are in their confidence that you can't beat it. If you can get that true confidence and that true presence in who you are, that's it. That's how you win at life. Mic drop. Great place to wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. So many notes from this episode. I know. I hope everyone had their. Yeah. Amazing. I need to re-listen to this like once a week. (laughs) Yeah. Cycle. (laughs) Every Monday. Meditation. Yeah. Just listening to you. I think, babe, I only kind of got it like, like late 20s. So I don't know. I was a mess before. That's all right. That's perfect. Even when I got married, I was like, what is this? How do you wife? Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. This was great. Where can everyone find you? Margarita Nazarenko everywhere. Got a website, TikTok, Instagram. Gonna go on stories more now. Mm. It's it's gone up so much. I'm like, who are these people watching? I'm like, hello, friends. And your podcast. Oh yeah. yes, my podcast. Yes, amazing. Thank you. All right, that is it for this week's episode. We hope you guys have enjoyed it. It was definitely an amazing chat for both Caitlin and I. We loved interviewing Margarita and just hearing about all of her opinions on things. If you guys would like to follow Margarita and learn more about what she has to say, then you can follow her on TikTok or Instagram. All of her links will be in the show notes down below. And also, as usual, some housekeeping from us. If you guys would like to follow Girl Code, the podcast, then you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and join our Facebook community group it's all at girl code the podcast and that will all be linked in the show notes down below as well i think that's it from me caitlin will be back next week so we'll have a brand new episode for you guys together um but i hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week and i will see you next tuesday